Bush and Richie here with another podcast for you. I uh, hope you're doing well and keeping warm this week. This one will warm you up because there's a lot going on in this show. Uh, it is. I could. T- I tell you what, it's, it's interesting you talk about the warmth. I could do with it warming up. Um, the, the smart meter at the moment is going mad. What do you mean? Uh, it's worth the, the heating at home. Oh, you, you monitor your heating in your house with your little... I do. ...strange unit It's not shifter. strange. It's, <laughs> it's literally telling me how much money we are spending to the day. See, I wouldn't want to know. Call me Doris the Ostrich and put me head in the sand. I wouldn't want to know. Like, whenever we, we put the heating on a lot at the moment because it's freezing in our house, I don't want to know how much that is per minute. Well, I guess maybe uh, we're married to the wrong people. Uh, because that's... <laughs> <It's a> swap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is exactly where my wife is with this. I know, and I have hate it so as a result i will constantly be going down and just turning it down a little bit yeah. just turning it back up we're spending about four quid a day at the moment but does she like knowing how much you're actually paying out on this does she's she not like interested she just wants to be warm <laughs> yeah that's but actually i'm probably in that camp as well to be honest with you <laughs> go on get rid of it for 2019 get rid of it richie let's bring it in bring it into work and we'll smash it up all right cool you enjoy that ozone in about 10 years time <laughs> absolute radio the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Hometime with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio on a Wednesday night. I mean, eight minutes past four right now. Uh, Derek from Rugby says, Bush and Richie got a joke for you. Uh, I was disappointed with the quality of the pirate copy of Bohemian Rhapsody movie. All I could see was a little silhouette of a man. <laughs> What's been going on? I'm off this show for 24 hours and we've got people like Derek in Rugby giving us terrible material like that. What's going on? Derek, in fairness, it actually tickled me. So uh, You've encouraged him. (laughs) 20 minutes, he'll be back in again. Hey, look, I can't repeat what you just said to me with 15 seconds of Coldplay finishing. I'm worried about you. I mean, you've had this this 24 hours away yesterday. Crazy. I mean, when you compare it to Ferris Bueller's day off, his day with the Ferrari and the parade and the, the art gallery and all that kind of thing, it's not quite what yours was like. No, I think Ferris Bueller's day off was the direct opposite of my impromptu day off yesterday. Of course, yeah. Uh, My other half, uh, Katie uh, has got the flu. She got the flu, came down with the flu. Uh, so I was on baby duty. Mm-hmm. And I know Daddy's doing babysitting and all that kind of stuff. No. But but n- normally in the daytime, I would be at work during this point. Uh, so I just thought, well, what, what's the best I can do to uh, entertain Thea? You know, she's five months old. Uh, so I just walked her. We, <laughs> we walked for three hours yesterday. Wow. A lot of walking around because uh, she will sleep when she's in her buggy but won't kind of sleep anywhere else. Yeah. And it's like that Keanu Reeves movie, uh, Speed. If you go under a certain yes. like, miles per hour, she'll wake up. That is... So I just kept moving. Solid fathering. I think I probably would have done... Was that a three-hour walk, like an actual... You're walking non-stop for three hours? Mostly. Uh, it was broken up with the occasional stopping Greasy Spoon cafes because that's what I tend to do when yeah. I'm trying to, like, you know, sit down and write some bits and bobs or whatever. I did see from your social media you had time to play a board game at some point. That was a little bit later on, I think. I learned that. <laughs> but I did go to a Greasy Spoon cafe. When I I'm little... just checking that this day off yesterday was... It was 90% know... work. Okay. 90% work. Okay. I God, I earned it by that point. Okay. Uh, but do I know you, I love a jacket potato and a Greasy Spoon. Do you know what I mean? You know, normally greasy spoon cafes, you think, cook breakfast. Yeah. There's something about the way they absolutely stack up a jacket potato with stuff. Yeah. Particularly cheese and beans. Uh, well, I'd take, remove the beans, but yeah, good. What would you, what would you go to jacket potato be in a, in a... Butter, cheese. That's, not, that's a bit unimaginative, isn't it? <laughs> of, all the, of all the different flavours out there, Richie, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> One afternoon in the cafe, <laughs> and here he is, an expert. And then, in the evening, Thea wouldn't sleep at all, so she woke up at midnight this morning and was awake until 6.15. It's all that walking. It is all that walking, <laughs> so if I say I'm slightly <laughs> off my head, just cut me some slack. 
Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you work in the standard nine to five, you're about 35 minutes away from embarking on your journey. But how are you wasting time on your journeys right now? I've got you to blame for this. <laughs> uh, a couple of days ago, Bush introduced me. I guess actually it's reintroducing me to something. Football manager, I've I've never been shy about saying that I've been addicted to the game. You're an early adopter. Very much an early adopter. Um, since fatherhood's come along for the third time, I've had to knock it on the head somewhat. OK. Uh, and for me, it's always been a game played at home over long periods of time on the MacBook. Yep. You've reintroduced me to it by the, the iPad version, Football Manager Touch 2019. You can play it on the move. And since you don't need a cover story now. No, since I've discovered this, I don't think I've undertaken a single journey where I haven't been on it and basically completely wasted my time. It's a time wormhole. You can lose like hours and minutes playing this kind of thing. Well, who are you? What team are you being? Needless to say, I've picked Arsenal. Oh right, you've gone right in at I've the kind of top. I've gone right in at the top. Yeah. Well, I hesitate to say the top, but you know what I mean. <laughs> top seven. A bit higher than Everton. Yeah. I've gone in as uh, Dagenham and Redbridge. Have you admirable? Yes. So yeah, I don't know. I, I'm the same as you I kind of uh, I find this is one of those things we can take you teleport you off into a, a different world because you know let's be honest with you the whole commuting thing is quite boring isn't it it is and at the moment with a little and at home probably the commute is the only time I get completely me time during the day but don't you love looking around on like the train or the bus or whatever and, and just seeing all the different ways that people fill their time because people don't just sit and look out the window anymore no. they, everyone's doing something and I always look at the people who are doing crosswords or sudoku or whatever and kind of admire their old fashioned sense of brain training do you know what I mean and God bless the people who have decided to choose listening to home time as the of way course. of course you know, we're, we're happy with that uh, do you know what game I'm currently playing at the moment go on and this is really weird because I was introduced to this game from uh, my nine-year-old daughter Erin uh, and it is a game called Stardew Valley here's the music some people who play him I notice this listen how hypnotic this is and it's a little game which has got the graphics of a game that you would have had in like the late 80s like 8-bit yeah. graphics and basically you run your own little farm and grow fruit and veg and sell it <laughs> at a local farm shop and stuff like that sounds dead boring you've even got to do like stuff where you chop up logs and make a fire and all that kind of thing but there's something incredibly calming about it and I think that's sometimes one of the things that people go for when it comes to trying yeah. to unwind at the end of a busy day so I should look that one out as well should I have a look I can imagine you uh, doing some logging Richie something like that in Stargy Valley but however you waste your time on your journey whether into work coming back from work or even just grabbing five minutes to yourself let us know you could help someone out on their journey in about half now's time. Be the inspiration. 8 12 15. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hometime with Bush and Richie. Cheerleaders on the drive home. Here on Absolute Radio, it is a Wednesday. It's gone half four. Trying to help you on your journey home today. Bush reintroduced me to Football Manager, but this time on the iPad. It's something I can do on a journey. I'm wasting every journey I make now. I'm addicted to it. I feel like a dealer. I feel bad. But, you know, sometimes if you do have a tedious kind of journey back, it's good to waste a bit of time, isn't it? Uh, so share what you're doing. Uh, it could help someone else. Uh, on Twitter, Carla says, not me, but once I saw someone knitting on the train to pass the time, whilst simultaneously reading a book on their Kindle. Oh, wow. So you've got old school and new school there, which is quite clever. I don't understand knitting. Do you understand knitting? Uh, I've got a clue how people do it, especially no. the ones where they have the absolutely massive, almost comedically big 
Knitting needles. You, you, could, you could give me uh, a ball and two needles and I wouldn't get you a jumper in about six years. I'd love to know what you come out with. Uh, um, uh, best game ever, Worms Armageddon, oh. now available on the iPhone and Android. Proper late 90s throwback from Keith in Ipswich. I used to be addicted to Worms. My brother my brother loves that game. I don't know, what what is that? It's just Worms with, like... I don't know, a cannon. I don't think you need to overanalyzing it. I think it's, <laughs> it's as crazy as it looks at first sight. Uh, that seems quite lowbrow, but listen to what Sarah's got to say. Hey, Sarah, welcome to the show. Tell everybody what you've been doing to waste time. Um, I wrote uh, an entire book on my BlackBerry. Wow. I, you wrote a book on your BlackBerry, is that right? Yes. <laughs> so in terms of just like using your thumbs and everything to type, that seems like quite hard work in its in its own right. Was this like a project you started or you just happened to fall into doing it? Yeah, pretty much. I had sort of an idea going around in my head and it was based on music. I used to listen to music, obviously, when I was um, on, on the train and sort of certain songs would set off this idea. And in the end, I thought, well, I'll start writing it down and then obviously I won't be able to and then... It'll get out of my head, but then it just sort of spirals. So is this like a, a, a story, a piece of fiction, or is it actually some kind of instructive piece? No, it's, it's a story. It's a, sort of a chick-lit kind of romantic comedy type book. Oh, I thought wow. it was going to be uh, Choose Your Own Adventure, like uh, <laughs> Citadel of Chaos or something like that. Does it have a radio-proof title to the book? It, it's called Making Tracks. Oh, oh like wow. Making Tracks. Is that the music angle there as well? Yes. Yay! <laughs> this is really good, I'm impressed. And where would two bored commuters like myself and Mr Richie Firth over there be uh, able to get hold of this book? Not yet, um, I'm hoping so. So I, I sent it to a couple of readers and one of them has come back with an edit, so I've got to edit it. And then oh, wow! And it will be published. Oh, yeah, loving this. if not, then I can stick it on a Kindle, you know, self-publish it and then... If anyone reads it, my oh. mum's read it. She's right. It was excellent. Do you know what, Sarah? Okay, fair enough. You twist around. We will do the foreword for you. <laughs> Always wanted to do a foreword. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Lemmings, very popular with Chris and Ellsmerport. Another oh. retro game that's back on the Android. God, that was a classic. My dad used to love that. On, uh, I remember him getting a uh, Super VGA graphics card for his computer. <laughs> and we thought it was the bee's knees, side scrolling, and everything like that as well. And about 10 minutes ago, we were chatting to Sarah, who wastes her time. She's written an entire book on her Blackberry, uh, on her. Journey. We're doing the forward for her. Yeah, we are we indeed. Are. We're doing it. But when we said, hey, Sarah, to her, to speak to her, it set off a lot of people's series, including mine here in the studio. I heard it. Was that what that was? That's what it was, yeah. I just felt I had some kind of posh woman just chipping in on no, our no, conversation. No. Multiple texts on this as well, so apologies if that happened to your That phone. must be quite a common occurrence. Yeah. Happens a lot here. Does it do on your, on your watch as well? I sometimes I get both going off at the same time. It's awkward. Oh, my God, that's unbelievable. It's hard work, isn't it? Mm. Uh, Louis says, Hi, guys, long-time listener, first-time tweeter. I had to jump in with the Stardew Valley chat. That game has stolen so many hours of my time, it's almost embarrassing. <laughs> there you go. Looks like an innocent farming simulator. It's an actual time loophole. <laughs> Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. 
Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. If you haven't decided what you've got for dinner tonight, um, you could make a decision that will really help save something that I noticed today. And I really don't think that it's had the exposure it deserves. Today is National Pie Day. Today? Did you know? I didn't even know. I've not heard anything about it. It's been so quiet. I, it hasn't it been quiet? I saw this uh, I saw this on Twitter a little bit later this afternoon. Oh. Uh, I, I just can't believe that such an important day has gone this far into the day and, and no one's making a big deal about it. Do you know what I it's do? It's National is, Pie Day. It's National Pie Day, everybody. You know what I mean? Like, roll down the window of your car, shout it to the person that's next to you in traffic. But normally I would check on the little hashtag thing to see what's trending each mm. day when I wake up. There's no mention. There's no mention of Pie Day there at all, is it? Donuts get a whole week. You they see, do. everyone knows about donuts. Greedy so and so. Other things. They, they, they get all this. Bit. The pie is something that is savoury and sweet. You could be talking steak and ale. Yeah. You could be talking lemon meringue. There is not many foods that are more versatile <laughs> than a pie. You're absolutely right. So, for example, just here right now, what is your favourite pie? For me. Lemon meringue. Wow, so you've gone for dessert. Yeah. For me, chicken and mushroom. I go for savoury, I believe it's called. Do you know what I mean? That's just, you can tell a lot about someone, just just like that. If pushed, steak and Guinness. Really? For a savoury, yeah. See, for me, steak and Guinness, taking me back to my restaurant days, is essentially, you know when people say it's a pie, but actually it's just a floater of pastry on top of a bowl of stew. <laughs> that, that's Guinness pie as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but, let's not argue let's, on National Pie argue, Day. It's it, not about that. But it's good to have a conversation about it, Richie, because I feel that uh, in many ways the axe is looming mm. above this National Day. And maybe if the conversation doesn't get going now at the 11th hour, because yeah. it's nearly quarter past five, yeah. maybe there won't be a National Pie Day next year. So we need to do something about it. Just a note, uh, Richie and I weren't completely aware of what this music was that producer Adam has picked for us. This is called Army. We, we, we said the brief was, we need something military that sounds like we're on a campaign. Listen to this. Um, Does this instil a sense of fear and shock and awe? save pies, man! Imagine your army turning up to this. OK, everybody... Back to your Sour Dew Valley or whatever it was earlier. Sour Star Dew Valley, Sorry, Richie. That's Pay it, the respect. Yeah. You're, having a, you're having a pop. So, what we want to do, we want to try and get the conversation going about National Pie Day. Yeah. So, we're after any pie related story that you could possibly imagine, okay? Uh, just to, once people see it on Twitter, they hear people talking about it, suddenly it becomes a lie. Here's the thing, and I cannot believe I'm asking these words. Have you got a good story about a pie? <laughs> ah, this could be the show that clinches us the award we've been waiting for. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Richard says, Guys, thanks for the public service announcement. I was going to have chicken casserole tonight, but I will now change that to beef and onion pie with chips. Great news. The campaign is underway. It is National Pie Day today. We've all got to five o'clock and no one's known anything about it. We're trying to save the pie. Because if, if there's not enough conversation about National Pie Day tonight, we may not have National Pie Day uh, next year. And it'll be given to a different food type. Imagine yeah. that. National Baguette Day. It'd be awful. 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 Garant's got in touch. This is absolutely sensational. Nothing to add. Well done, both of you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, Alex says, a friend's 11-year-old knows pie to 40 decimal places. 
It's not quite the pie we were on about, but we did ask for your pie stories to try and save the day. If you have anything to do with pie, any story you'd like to share, get in touch with the show tonight. Paul says, in Jamaica, you can get a steak and kidney pie for £1.75 and a chicken and mushroom pie for £1.60. In St Kitts and Nevis, a meat pie will cost you £2 and a cheese and onion pie is £1.70. Don't. Exactly the same as in Trinidad and Tobago. Those, my friends, are... <laughs> those, my friends, are the pirates of the Caribbean. I'm willing to knock the entire show on the head now. <laughs> Genuinely, it's knock it on the head. We did offer out anything to do with pies. That, that does... Tick the boxes. <laughs> Craig says I got dumped off a girl I was seeing at high school because I didn't talk to her once whilst eating an entire pie at her house. <laughs> was the pie worth it? It probably was. There's a lot of emojis going on there as well. Dan <laughs> says I was once as a kid, my family and I settled down to eat our dinner. I had my favourite, and as the chicken and ham pie in brackets RIP no longer in circulation. But on this fateful day, when I cut it open, no filling at all, just an empty pie case. <laughs> I still live with the trauma even now. That's probably why they took it off the shelves. Harrowing, harrowing story. Please get in touch. Time with Bush and Richie. Which recommended mobile provider for eight years running? Every little helps. Sue James says, Guys, I've just stopped at Lidl to pick up a pie. Few, still some in stock. <laughs> Good news. Yes. Uh, Nick in Tunbridge Wells. When I was a kid, my great aunt sent a summer fruits pie through the post in foil and a jiffy bag. I have a vivid memory of my dad taking a bite and spitting it across the table, showering my sister in it as it was so vile. Uh, we are after any story at all, even if it's just slightly thinly related to pies. We want to hear about it because uh, we are worried that this, this is the nightmare scenario that we can share with you. That imagine if the people who are behind pies, who make pies, see that you know National Pie Day hasn't really gone off this year. Maybe they'll cancel it and there'll be a no-show next year. Imagine how bad that would be. I'd like to think they're sat in their Pi HQ offices right now and seeing a sudden spike in sales late in the day and thinking, ah, oh, saved it. It's guys, fine. It's all good. Guys, look, it's <laughs> happening. Guys. Uh, my mate Paul visited his grandparents and, as they do, they gave him a bag of food to take home. Next night, he got the pie out, cooked his veg and potatoes, covered it in gravy, sat down to eat, plunged his knife and fork into the pie. It was apple and cinnamon. Ooh. He carried on and destroyed the lot. He's an animal. Steve says that. So he had an apple and cinnamon pie with gravy on you and just carried it. on. Yes, yeah. And veg. <laughs> uh, Michael Withers says, guys... Uh, had to have first aid after a pie at a football match in 1995. <laughs> I tugged it... I, I tugged <laughs> it. Sorry. It was banned for three months. <laughs> I tugged in a little too eager and sliced the lip, my lip on the foil and it was like a tap. It helped it was a damn good pie and to be honest, and this is my favourite bit of the entire tweet, I'd do it again for the love of pie. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Ben Vaughan says Everton versus Leeds. Goodison Park, 1999. Don Hutchison scores just before half-time to make it 3-all. My old season ticket was the last seat in the paddock next to the way end and my over-exuberant celebration resulted in me being hit in the face by a meat and potato pie thrown by a Leeds fan. <laughs> Loving your work. Let's go to the phones and say hello to Lucy. Lucy, you going to have pie for tea tonight then? No, I'm so disappointed now. <laughs> See, no one knew about it. We're trying to raise the awareness right now. I know, I should have listened to you sooner. <laughs> well, there's still time. It's, it's still early doors. A lot of people won't have their tea until quite a bit later on, so hopefully we can change your mind. Have you got a, a pie-related story that is going to help make National Pie Day a success? I do. The highlight of my wedding day was my wedding cake, which was a three-tier 
pork pie. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. That's unbelievable. Oh, wow. So, okay, like, I'm... I'm a big pork pie fan. Uh, I love driving with a pork pie. Uh, as <laughs> No, as in eating at the wheel, not like as in sat in the passenger seat with the seatbelt on. But, like, I'm thinking of a pork pie that you might pick off the uh, the shelf in a Marks and Spencer's at a service station. Like a Melton Mowbray type yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Like so how big was the base pork pie? Equate it to something, Lucy. Well, as big as a wedding cake. <laughs> wow, there you, go. you really? asked for that, Richie. You asked for that. <laughs> and why, why pork pie out of all of all the different types of cake you can have? Um, we just decided. Well, we, we're not big fans of cake, um, and we like pie. We're from Yorkshire. Fair know? enough. Now, traditionally, I do believe that the the top tier of a wedding cake is meant to be saved and kept under the bed for good luck. Have you done that with a pork pie? We, well, we froze it. We, we heard it was tradition to freeze it. And we took it out of the freezer about a year later and the two of us looked at it and decided it was too big for, for two to eat. <laughs> oh, right, OK. <laughs> and did any of the tears have a little egg set in them? I love it. Is that a gala pie when it's got the I egg set is, into yeah. the pork? Any of that? Um, we had um, a load of garnishes around, um, little jars of pickles and things like that, and we had it decorated... Um, with ribbon and flowers. Wow, so i tell you what, anyone who works for Hello Magazine will be kicking themselves <laughs> if they get the rights to that one. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, in other news, uh, it seems, you've probably heard about this, that uh, vacuum cleaner bloke James Dyson is up in sticks. Uh, he's taken his company's base overseas to Singapore from Wiltshire. Yeah. He used to be in old my neck of the woods or whatever, but he's getting out of here, which is interesting because if you remember, he was like really pro us leaving the European Union, said it was going to be brilliant, and now he's scarpering. Yeah. So it makes him a bit of a turncoat, doesn't it? It does a little, yeah. And you know what I think when I, when I heard about this story, I think good riddance, right? First of all, go on, do one, if that's how you feel. You're going to leave us to it. Yeah. And if you're going to do it and you're going to go, whilst you're at it, why didn't you take your stupid Dyson hand dryers in the toilets with you as well. Ah, now. Because I hate those things. Now, OK. I always feel that those ha- those hand dryers in the toilets, you have to go along with it because it's like technology and life moving on. It's 2019, <laughs> etc. But deep down, they don't really work as well as the old-fashioned pull-along towel, rotating <laughs> towel. Now you're being stupid. Take me back to the rotating towel in toilets any day of the week and get rid of these things that fire your wet hands back over your T-shirt so I... it looks like you wet yourself. <laughs> I have to step in and defend the Dyson Airblade. I'm a big fan of those. Really? To the extent that I looked at trying to get one fitted at home. Why, why, what about them do you like so much? What is so good about them as far as you're Because concerned? they genuinely dry your hands. So many toilet hand dryers these days do not dry your hands. You're stood there for ages and ages and ages, and all you get is a hot knuckle. I know it's what you mean. It's not dry. Because that sounds like a great band. <laughs> hot knuckle. <laughs> hot knuckle. Do you, know what, I... you missed out on Thundersnow yesterday. <laughs> Thunder anyway, snow. by the by, yeah. But, but the, the thing is, I, I get with that, the ones where you've got to click and press them, useless, mm-hmm. but the, I think the Airblade in its own way, I just think it's a bit of technology that just doesn't really fulfil any form of a purpose. I would have one in my own bathroom, it was only cost that was prohibitive. What about the old-fashioned pull-along-the-towel one? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's harking back to the olden it, days. You might as well wipe your hand on a wet J-cloth. There you go, there's a little quote for the show. <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, so I'm in the market for a new laptop at the moment and I was on the phone to the bloke this morning, one of the sales guys talking about maybe getting a laptop, procrastinating mainly. Anyway, he was, this bloke was telling me about the particular laptop having a super thin bezel around <laughs> the outside. I'd never heard this word before. I had to Google afterwards. A bezel, apparently, is the little ridge around the outside of the screen. That's the bezel. I guess I've got one on my screen in front of me here. It's your bezel. Look at that. Non-existent bezel. If you've got a phone, you like your little mobile phone or whatever, you're still staring at a screen if you're still in work, that bit around the outside, yeah? Look at it. The bit around the outside of the screen, that's a bezel. Never heard of that word before, and he's ever. Going, oh, yeah, really thin. It's super thin bezel, mate. Whatever. And I was like, that's very interesting. What a satisfying word. And I just made me think, right, I'd like to ask everyone right now, what is your favourite word from your line of work? <laughs> Because there is a certain patter yeah. or language that you use, uh, a jargon, if you like, in your line of work. Yeah. And maybe there's a couple of words that you use quite a bit that give you more satisfaction than the others. Like, if I was in the laptop industry, I'd be using bezel all the time. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. I reckon you could use bezel in other industries as well. If that's what it is, it's not just laptops, is it? It's just a, it's a ridge around a screen. Yes, the exactly. Bezel. Your television, non-existent bezel, some of them. Uh, no, we don't have many, like, fancy words in this industry because I don't think really that many of us are particularly uh, technical with stuff, do you know what I mean? And also it's just radio. It's just radio, isn't it? Yeah. Although I have heard the word flange knock around a bit. There's, uh, a, there's no like a flange in a sort is, of waveform yeah, or something like that? Yeah, it's 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 an effect you can do with your music. You yeah. can flange it, can't yeah, you? Yeah, you can, yeah. So, you know, that's an example of a word that would give us a fair bit of satisfaction. I so. reckon other industries will uh, lay claim to flange as well, though. <laughs> They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Kay says embargo, but doesn't say what she does. I mean, there's an element of uh, secrecy about that, isn't there? Very close to Umbungo, that embargo. (laughs) Uh, You were saying that radio could lay claim to flanges. I said there was other businesses that could take this. Not could lay claim, we have laid claim to Uh, it. Grant in Newcastle says, in the pipe fitting industry, as well as flanges used for bolting pipe sections together, uh, there are also butts, which is a type of weld, uh, and nipples, which is a type of welded branch. So uh, they've got uh, quite a few there. It's quite smutty, isn't it, in the (laughs) piping industry? I hadn't thought about it like that, I guess it is. Uh, hi, Bush. I'm a scaffolder, and the 21 foot tube is known throughout the industry as a longan. Surprisingly, <laughs> it's the longest tube we use. I love that. And Laura, the nanny from Oldham, says, Hi, guys. The words nap time are my favourite words muttered on a daily basis. Putting you first with award winning customer service. Every little helps. But here's a question for you uh, What's your favourite word from your line of work? Dave Smart says, Hi, guys, I use a 14-inch donker. <laughs> oh, come off it! What does he do? No. He said what he does. <laughs> Guess what he does? Um, he, oh, in medical. He's medical. He's a window cleaner. Is he really? He's got a 14-inch donker that he uses. No, I think you've fallen for that. I, I reckon that's real. <laughs> window oh. cleaners don't have something called a donker. Apparently there's a donker. If you're in the window cleaning trade, <laughs> genuinely, I need you to clear this one up. Yes, you do, for Otherwise, your career's you sake. Uh, guys, I worked in a chemistry laboratory in uh, Germany. Uh, we used a lot of nitrogen gas cylinders. Ooh. Nitrogen in German is Stickstoff. I never got tired of saying that. That's from Zoe. He's the manager of Southampton, isn't he? <laughs> uh, Bush and Richie, I'm a nurse working in a leg club every week in our local town in Kington, Herefordshire. And I use a machine to test blood pressure in legs called a Doppler. 
Great word. Uh, and it really makes me happy, says Jules. I love that. And then uh, we've got this one here from Roy uh, from Worcester Boiler Installations Limited. All right, Roy, mate. Uh, apparently fully modulating. He loves that for a boiler. Absolutely loves it. I can't find... What's going on over I there? I can't find Donker, mate. Oh, God, if it's not, then... <laughs> Do you know what? There's been a couple of bits during this show tonight where people have sent in rude stuff and I've nearly gone for it because I'm a bit tired today because the baby wouldn't sleep. One more Google search, I'll have a reply for you in three seconds. Hang on. Come on, here we go. Come on, please, please. Please say the donker is something to do with window cleaning. <laughs> it's not. OK, do you know what? I'm going to get me coat. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute radio. Even running ahead and putting the central heating on for a bit. Uh, just a bit of breaking news on the 14-inch Donker. You remember we had Dave Smart, the window cleaner? Yeah, go on. Uh, this, there's me doing me P45 or whatever. However, Dave has just tweeted a photo of the 14-inch Donker. <laughs> it's that sideways brush thing on a stick that they put quite... Remember we talked about it at shows yes. and shows and shows ago that, you know, window cleaners don't use the old-school stuff anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's one of them long sticks. There's no ladder, just a long stick. You must be relieved. I am. I'm very, I'm very relieved. Um, very relieved. I should probably, at this juncture of the show, apologise for the cakes yesterday. Yes. I saw, I not only saw the video of you going on about it and eating them, and then you lot, the, the audience, voting for you to do it as well, I would say encouraging you. <laughs> uh, if you're just joining us, uh, I'm referring to the cakes that I tried yesterday in Andy's absence that had been sent to us by Farmhouse Inns, Carvery and Dining, the good people who are helping us with our designated pushchair driver campaign. Yes. Uh, the concept of if you're going for a lovely meal with your family and uh, you're having to uh, walk the baby out the pub, your food's getting cold, all that kind of thing, that there's some reward for that uh, designated pushchair driver. And they yeah. are going with cakes. Cakes, cakes, cakes. Uh, what, so what did you try yesterday then? What was... Uh... <laughs> I tried four different cakes. Did you? The largest chocolate eclair you've ever seen. Uh, I tried uh, a cake that was purely based on uh, uh, on like a Mars bar. Um, I had a, uh, a roulade. Because um, you know when we started <laughs> with this, it was like do we do like, do we go for like portion of chips mm. or a bit of garlic bread. I think cake is actually a better pat on the head type reward for Definitely. walking around. Do you know what I mean? Because the other thing is, is they're waiting for you. It's not going to go, a cake's not going to go cold, is it? No, exactly. So happy days. Exactly. Now, what we need is somebody to to try the whole experience. Yeah. So if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, do you know what, that's my experience, that's what happens to us at the weekend or whatever, get in touch right now if you are a family that would like to trial run this whole experience of turning up, yeah. saying, oh, by the way, I've got to go out and push the child, all that kind of thing. Then get in touch with us right now. 03301231215, or you can text us 81215. And you can add it to your LinkedIn profile. You can be a hometime cake tester. Particularly <laughs> if you live in the Midlands, getting in touch now. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute By the way, uh, we've just reached the end of the podcast. No. Uh, just because you've been uh, away for a day and we had oh. uh, a special uh, pop-up jukebox on Monday, I haven't forgotten uh, that we still need some baklava. Are you still... Is this still <laughs> happening? I thought because of the kind of disruption that we've had uh, over recent days that maybe this might finish off the baklava campaign that you've been running. No, uh, I haven't forgotten it at all. I tell you what I have forgotten to do is check the Absolute Radio uh, post area. Uh, so... It may be arriving in its droves and I'm just unaware of it. Yeah, it might be three or four days old and you but haven't seen it. I have promised you that I will end this podcast every single episode 
uh, with the Absolute Radio address, begging you to send him Baklava by post until it arrives. So it's Absolute Radio, the home time show, Baklava appeal, one golden <laughs> square, Soho London, W1F9DJ. If it doesn't arrive this week, I'm walking to Green Lanes in London myself and I'll buy it for you. <laughs> Bill Bailey, take it away. Beep. 